as a quick companion to the previous episode, uh, which I called Tigray v. Abbey, or Abbey v. Tigray. Uh, I might just focus in on Dr. Abbey himself for this episode, and uh, he's an interesting guy. Yeah. He's not, he's not a nothing sort of person. He's a something sort of person. And whenever I see his picture or anything like that, he seems to have substance. He seems to be somebody. He's not a nobody. He's not a puppet. Now, maybe there were people who put him into power who thought, let's get a nice pretty puppet in there. But he ain't no puppet, as far as I can tell. He's, you know, he's a consequential person. All right. So he's got something. He's got personal power, charisma, he's got it all, as far as I can tell. Uh, there have been other people in Ethiopian politics who have got it all. Uh, the one who, more than anybody, had it all, as far as I have ever uh, sort of felt, was uh, Tedros II, an emperor in the 1800s. Um, he was just a whole... If you've, Let's say in any country you've got a whole lot of great people, great emperors and all that sort of stuff, you know, and they're all here. Um, Ted Ross was just up here. And for, as a, a man of charisma, you know, a general. Um, you know, a Julius Caesar type, you know, an Alexander the Great type. You know, except in a smaller pond. But, you know, had he been in Greece or Rome, you know, he, I think he would have been at a level, you know, he'd be, he'd be famous like Caesar. All right, so, but Dr. Abbey, he seems to be a, you know, he's not a Tedros, I don't think, because that Tedros had it all. Um, uh, He's, you know, and there's been good emperors, you know. Well, when I say good, not good, like, they all did lots of killing and all that sort of stuff, you know, not that sort of good. Uh, But Dr. Abbey seems to be, you know, one of the big figures. I think he'll go down in history as one of the big figures in Ethiopian history, not someone you just ignore. Uh, and as to, you know, and they're in the middle of a war, a civil war of sorts at the moment. I don't know if it's going to go, you know, develop into a full-blown civil war. It's got the look, that look. Um, but Dr. Abbey is, um, now, you know, is he a Hitler? Or is he, was he actually trying to do a good thing? You know, was... Uh, when he came into power, um, <laughs> you know, it depends on who you talk to, probably, over there. Uh, okay, so that's that. Okay. Now, my, my, you know, my gut feeling all along has been that he's one of those people who came in and um, wanted to do something good and had a good vision and all that sort of stuff. A good vision, not the only good vision, it's a bad vision. For people who are disenfranchised by it, whatever his vision is, it really doesn't matter for the purposes of this episode, because we're talking about Dr. Abbey, not Ethiopian politics here. Um, but, you know, he strikes me as a kind of um, Mugabe type, in as much as, you know, I think Mugabe, you know, he had a vision where, you know, he wanted to do something good, but then the situation was, um, you know, it couldn't be governed, you know. He couldn't do. He couldn't be a, a, a. You can't stay good 
in some countries. If you want to lead a country, just the forces within that country force you to flip from, oh, I'm going to be a, you know, a saint, you know, and I'm going to do the greatest good for the greatest number of people and all that sort of stuff. My vision is such that, the, yes, there will be people who lose in the equation, but overall the greatest good will occur for the greatest number of people. And I get the sense Mugabe might have been that sort of person, but then the country just wasn't set up for that. And he was forced to, you know, and, you know, he, he slowly descended into, you know, tyranny. Um, you know, maybe Dr. Abbey was like that, you know, because I know he's a born-again Christian or something. And he does seem, he did seem at the start to genuinely want to do a good thing for Ethiopia, for, the, you know, the greatest good for the greatest number of people. You know, which, which you know, um, the vision he had, you know, arguably might have been a good one. Bad for certain little pockets of Ethiopia. Bad for the Tigray region, apparently, his vision. They didn't like it from the start. But if you, if you are one of those people who think, well, there are always going to be, there's always going to be someone who's going to lose, you know, arguably... Oh, I've got to get going. This is another Scorpio. Um, arguably, yes, there was going to be losers. And of course, whoever the loser was going to be is going to say that he's a Hitler. You know, but maybe an outsider like me would judge, well, yeah, all right. Um, his vision was going to cause the most good possible in Ethiopia for the most number, you know, for the greatest number of people. And yes, 10% of people were going to have, be a lot worse off, you know. Yeah, that might have been his motivation. You know, forget the previous episode. It might not have anything to do with all that complex, you know, um, tribal inferiority complex and all that sort of stuff. It might have, you know, it might have had nothing to do with all that. You know, like, um, apparently Dr. Abbey wants to bring in some sort of civic federalism, well, he has, in to replace what was there before, which was something much more like an ethnic federalism. Right. You know, get rid of all the ethnic tribes and everyone be one. Now, I took pot shots at, you know, why he might want to do that. And my pot shots were all psychological, you know, individual psychology of people in different tribes and group psychology. That was my previous episode. It might, you know, that might not be the big thing. That might not even been the reason. Just because I make an episode suggesting that might be a reason, it doesn't mean that it has to be the reason. It's a reason, and it might be a wrong reason. The reason might be um, that he had a good Christian idea following in Jesus' footsteps, for all I know, in which, you know, um, you know, Jesus would have said we are all one. You know, he might have been thinking like that. It might come from his Pentecostal sort of background. Um, and this idea of one Ethiopia, so that you no longer had all these, you know, tri tribes, you know, ri tribal rivalry and all that sort of stuff. Get rid of that, because that's been causing disasters for 3,000 years. Let's have this beautiful one Ethiopia vision. He might have only been thinking like that. All that Amharan inferiority complex and Oromo inferiority complex stuff that I talked about in the episode might be mostly a load of crap. You know, I said there that, you know, maybe Amharans are feeling, oh, Tigrayans are always saying that we're a lesser tribe and all that sort of stuff. You know, like in my mind, the Oromo people are. Now, I've got people who completely disagree with this, but, you know, from my scant 
observations. The Oromo, the Oromo tribe, as they self-identify. Hello, look at that. Uh, the Oromo tribe um, is a modern concept, um, but it's a super tribe made up of peoples from all other sorts of tribes that were went before. So it's an amalgamation of tribes, like a whole lot of footy teams um, amalgamating into one footy team, which happens. And that amalgamated footy team is sometimes a very good thing. I mean, I know of a culture, which is actually an amalgam of many cultures. And that culture that I'm talking about, the super culture that I'm thinking about, is an amazing culture. And, I'm call and it's called Western culture. Now that's a mixture of all sorts of things, you know, English people, Canadian people, um, French people, you know, all that sort of stuff, um, Americans, and it's an amazing culture. Now, just because it's an amalgam of all sorts of cultures doesn't make it somehow a watered down culture. In fact, Western culture as a whole is greater than the sum of its parts. So, the, you know, there is an argument to be had that the Amharan culture, if you're an Amharan, you are bigger than the sum total of what was great about all the little tribes, or, you know, that went into that pot. You know, the Amharan culture, arguably, the Amharan culture is arguably a more amazing culture and tribe than all the tribes that went into it. You know, because it's a kind of um, a, a merged culture, you know. Along, um, yeah, anyway, that's another, you know, which is completely the opposite of what I said in the previous episode. Because, you know, when I speak, I'm giving ideas, but they are ideas. They're, you know, if I, give an, if I give an idea, it's an idea, but it's not the idea. You know what I'm talking about. But Dr. Abby, you know, maybe forces, political forces, ethnic forces and all those sorts of things in Ethiopia, you know, are pushing him to be a Hitler. That's a fair possibility, given that he's a born-again Christian. Maybe there's no other way. Maybe you can't be a leader in what we call Ethiopia without resorting to suppression. There was another leader, Melis. I'm not going to use local accents and say things like Melish or anything like that, you know. And apparently if you say Tigray, you're supposed to say Tigray and Tigray, you know. I'm not, I don't get into accents. Um, otherwise I'd be saying Wagner and Bach instead of Wagner and Bach. But I say Wagner and Bach. Yeah. All right then, so um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Melis. I think he had a noble vision for Ethiopia, when he got what was called an ethnic federalism in place, he had a noble vision, but by all accounts he had to resort to suppression in the end, and do some really suppressive things, excuse me, oh, what's going on there, don't worry about it, um, he had to do some really suppressive things, you know, maybe Dr. Abbey is finding himself in a very similar situation to that situation that Mellis found himself in, that, listen, I don't want to do the repression, but there's no other way. There's no other way. Um, anyway, that's, uh, that'll do for that episode. My time is up. Um, uh, I'll just mention that 
I'll just mention that, oh, overnight, I, I hear news, every night I hear news from Ethiopia, because I, because I listen to the BBC World Service overnight, and there's been a massacre overnight in some town. Um, apparently people have been hacked to bits. Women, children, the elderly, I'm sure we'll get more detail as time goes on. Um, that's bad, isn't it? A massacre. But um, in these situations, and you know, it really doesn't matter which side did it and which side was the victim. You know, that'll be the stuff of argument between the two sides that are battling at the moment. You know, but that's almost expected, unfortunately, I think. Um, you know, like one side will now say, whoever, I don't it's yet to be verified who caused who who did all the slaughtering I think it happened a couple of days ago actually and it's just um, come to light uh, with verified photos and videos and all that sort of thing um, Amnesty International knows how to verify these things um, now look there would have been perpetrators and there would have been victims you know and the belligerence in the war at the moment, you know, will be accusing each other of atrocities, you know, but um, I don't think either side in such a battle is going to be the good guy. We've just got a clash of visions here, and, you know, atrocities are bound to pop out of all of that. Um, it's not, you know, whoever is the most, you know, like, I'm sure there's going to be brutal people on both sides, you know. Uh, neither side is the good guy, usually, in a situation like this, and neither side is the bad guy, usually. Each side will call the other side Hitler, you know. I think that's the way it normally goes. Uh, look, sometimes, you know, one side <laughs> goes nuts and does most of the, most of the uh, brutality, um, you know, like the Nazis on the Jews and all that sort of stuff wasn't the Tootsies on the Hutus and all that sort of stuff and then yeah alright you can say one side's the bad guy um, but even in, pl in a place like Rwanda now I don't think the Tootsies are the uh, evil ones um, evil but you know they're, they're societies where they're just trying to get along again now are they? in Rwanda, I haven't heard from Rwanda for a long time but um, yeah uh, so there was a massacre last night yeah, but it reminds me of the Armenia-Azerbaijan battle, a war that's going on at the moment as well, yet again, uh, because that one I have been listening to, and you just listen to the, the um, Armenian side, and they, you know, and, and the reporters go in there and they say, um, listen, we've just been to Azerbaijan, and uh, all the mosques have been bombed. And the Armenian guy says... Oh, fake news, fake news. Come here, I'll show you all the churches that have been bombed on our side. And uh, then the reporter goes back to Azerbaijan and says, Oh, listen, I've just been over to Armenia and all the churches are bombed. You know, and the Armenian and the Azerbaijani guy says, Oh, fake news, fake news. They probably bombed it themselves to make us look bad. Come and have a look at all these bombed mosques. And the reporter says, oh, I saw them last time, forget it. <laughs> That's what happens in battles like this, and it'll be the same with um, the Ethiopians, I, I guess. You know, the people on the Ethiopian federal side will say that the Tigrayans have done all these atrocities, and the Tigrayans will say that the 
federal government have done all the atrocities and that Abby's Hitler and then you know the Ethiopian hierarchy you know the federal government will say well Malus was a uh, Hitler last time and he was on your side and they'll say your side your side and the reporters go it's like a tennis match you know but it's very bad um, yeah and sometimes I stop and think wow just a couple of days ago while I was having a coffee a whole lot of people stormed into a village that's that looks like what has happened in Ethiopia somewhere you know it, um, in the last couple of days and they've dragged women children and elderly people out of the houses like someone coming into my house here just dragging us all out physically into the street right here and uh, machetes maybe fucking fuck you know the children you know bang that's the reports I'm getting you know just chopping people up is that what's happened if it hasn't it does happen a lot that sort of thing uh, and it might have happened in Ethiopia again that's the reports that are the coming in from Amnesty International, at least. More details on that will follow, I'm sure. Uh,